productivity uh, wise, we know that data will be uh, an essential part of this. As I mentioned, data makes visible the waste that we have, for example. Sure. So if we, we if you can see the waste, we can know and where it is and why it is, then we can correct it. Welcome to the Placemaking Podcast. Podcast. The show geared at helping real estate developers learn and understand important aspects of the development process while improving communities one at a time. Each week, we'll discuss major facets of the real estate development process with industry professionals. Now, here's your host, Matthew Lowe's. Hello and welcome, everyone. I want to thank you for joining this show. There is a lot of great information to learn in this episode, so stay tuned. Today, I am happy to have on the show Mr. Arnie Heiskanen, who is a co-founder of AE Partners and author of AECBusiness.com. His insights into construction technologies are second to none, I can guarantee you that. Arnie was a pioneer in computer-aided drafting, co-founder of a business software company, and a certified management consultant with a background in architecture to boot. Needless to say, he brings an enormous amount of knowledge on this subject. On top of his demanding role at AE Partners, Arnie manages a podcast and blog called AEC Business that tracks Emerging Technologies and Innovations in Construction. He has also been hailed as a top 100 influencer in construction. In this episode, we're going to look at the common excuses for not implementing greater technologies in construction. We will also be discussing some of the valuable resources out there to learn more about these construction technologies. And then... We'll finish up by looking at the future of construction technologies that you might not even know about yet. So as always, if you have enjoyed the show, I'd love if you'd subscribe to the show and share with all of your friends in the industry. There will be more exciting conversations on the show to come. So without further ado, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the show, Arnie. Thank you very much, Matt. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor to be on your show. I appreciate that. I'm glad to have you on here. If you've heard anything about uh, construction technology, your name comes up quite often. So I mean, it's a real treat. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Before we start, I wanted to give you a little chance to tell us a little bit about AE Partners and then AECBusiness.com. And if you haven't you haven't checked this blog out uh, and you're into construction technology, it's it's something that you definitely need to check out. I I check it out uh, literally every week. So <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, it's it's uh, I always try to uh, uh, create some new content and share it because it has been around for almost eight years now. And uh, I started it um as a hobby and and maybe it's still a hobby but <laughs> but it has it takes it takes a lot of my time uh, honestly sure. but i also think that it's a, it has been a, a, of tremendous value to me uh, as a as a way to learn about new people i've interviewed hundreds of people for those uh, blog posts and pod, also i have a podcast and a newsletter and so it has been a really uh, 
nice way to uh, to uh, share my what I what I like to know and what my audience likes to know, and also meet with uh, great people. Definitely, I'm finding that out myself. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah, and and about 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 the A Partners, it's my company currently. I I'm focused on, or our company is focused on communication in the uh, especially in AEC technology and innovation and uh, and that I have also been in my previous life, life I was uh, an architect a designer and also in the al already in the mid 80s 1980s I was um, a, a developer of architectural technology I would say because back then we didn't we had some very basic uh, software design software but we actually had to develop a lot of it uh, ourselves and and do do a coding and I've been I've learned how to code and uh, and uh, also I've been a, a management consultant as well but nowadays I'm I'm focused on this this communication thing perfect perfect so that the the coding and uh, design software that you worked on was that concurrently while you were an architect practicing or was that prior to or after? well it was well well as i started as a very traditional architect drawing and <laughs> using paper and mm -hmm. and so on but uh quite soon quite early after i graduated i actually uh was invited to to a company one of my friends was working there and he said that we are now considering taking uh computers in and starting to use them and if I was interested to to join in and learn how to do it they would welcome me and that actually was a really great opportunity for me uh, yeah. one of our biggest uh, project was the the largest office building in the Nordics <clears throat> and um, and also we designed um, uh, an airport terminal for the Helsinki airport and so on <clears throat> so uh, what made, made made those projects uh, special was that we did it as an integrated project which means that we had all the design disciplines uh, doing what was then called called CAD uh, <laughs> design computer aided design actually it's not a bad word or term yeah. Because uh, that's what computers should be doing. They should be aiding. <laughs> right, yeah. right. A lot of people put too much credit on the uh, on the computers to actually design design the buildings or design the the, the roadways. And really, the, it's a it's a tool and should be used as such, not not necessarily a, the design. Yeah, and and by the way, once I've uh, had uh, stopped working as an architect i joined in uh, a consulting firm and we developed actually i actually coded the first version uh, of a of a soft of software for project portfolio management and mm -hmm. later on it, be it became th uh, thinking portfolio which is uh, nowadays used in in many countries and very successful tool for project and other types of portfolio management Wow, and it was wow. <laughs> it, had not, it had nothing nothing to do with actually construction, but but it can be used in construction uh, uh, companies as well. Sure, sure. So you got to see 
the very beginning, the birth of CAD and, and how it, it came about and rose to, to where it's at today and beyond. That's, that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah. And I, by the way, we also uh, developed what, what, now is, what now is called BIM or Building Information Modeling. We actually did work with a company that later became uh, Solibri. And and we we uh, we did some very early on very uh, b building information modeling. So, uh, but but nowadays I'm I'm not uh, practicing architecture or or using the BIM software <laughs> personally. Right. right, and we could spend we could spend two or three episodes easy on on, on all of this, uh, but. You know, I kind of want to bring it back to more of a higher level of more of your passion there in construction and kind of dig in a little bit to certain aspects. So a lot of people right now are seeing rising construction prices across the board. Do you see these technologies such as BIM that you mentioned earlier uh, and other construction technologies? That's more of the design, but or the construction technologies uh, as a way to, to combat these rising prices? Yeah, I was just wondering why the prices are, are rising. And I think that there are several reasons. But one of the main reasons is that uh, the requirements have increased dramatically. Sure. And, and, and you have to, to spend more time on, on those requirements and... It, it means more paperwork, for example. And by the way, I interviewed a, a contractor. They build apartment buildings in Finland. And uh, I asked them if they feel that they get more or less work done uh, in an hour nowadays on a construction mm -hmm. site than, than er, like, let's say, 10 years or 15 years ago. And they said that they get less work done. So it means mm. that there's something something that i would and, and many call waste so we have a lot of waste in construction and that's the part that hasn't um, improved over the years in fact um, one of our clients is alta university and they have studied the productivity of, of a construction worker on a construction site using iot sensors and video and mm -hmm. so on and they came up with the number that only 30% of the work done on the site is value adding. So 70% <laughs> is something else. <laughs> right. And, 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 and that's one of the parts, because if your productivity is so poor, it's, it's, yeah, and, and the human work is the most expensive part, typically in a company. Of course, materials also uh, have become uh, more expensive, but still, that that has to be, have some kind of impact on on the on the final uh, cost. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Uh, essentially, you're saying, you know, technology has rose exponentially, but yet at the same time, productivity has actually declined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a typical. If you uh, go to any seminar about construction technology, that they show you the <laughs> the 
the curves and and the statistics which are not really great so and and of course technology will and can and will help i'm i'm sure of that uh, especially i see great potential in combining uh lean construction with mm -hmm. technologies so and also new types of project type like like ipd or integrated project delivery or as we call in finland alliance pro uh, alliance uh, projects where you have the whole um, all the participants are working towards common goals so they want to make sure that everybody will win mm -hmm. and typically the problem in in construction is that it's you or you you either win or lose so it's it's a, a zero sum game but fortunately ipd yeah ipd will hopefully change that and also uh, productivity uh, wise we know that data will be uh, an essential part of this as i mentioned data makes visible the waste that we have for example sure. so if we, we if you can see the waste we can know and where it is and why it is then we can correct it right once you can quantify what yeah. is actually occurring then yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah and also uh, i i i talked to um, a company who actually uh, prints drawings and or nowadays even even today even if you use cad or bim you still print out drawings <laughs> and they said that that they don't know really any construction site that would be totally model based or paperless mm -hmm. really? <laughs> but I, I just yeah yeah i just read in uh, i i know that there there are uh, construction sites that don't use any paper but they are not i, I guess in the mainstream yet sure sure they're not the majority yet yeah 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 yeah, it's uh, it's fun to see that progression take place, and I'm sure your your printing company uh, <laughs> was was being optimistic in their yeah. outlook, but uh, uh, yeah, hopefully, there, I think there is a shift. It's just, yeah, if you, it's yeah, going to take a while. Yeah, if you think about any meeting that you uh, you, to, you go to, nobody has papers. I, at least I I haven't seen them. Mm -hmm. Everybody's having uh, their laptops and and right. tablet tablets and so on. Sure, sure. So kind of get into the common excuses for for not implementing this, uh, or or saying, you know, we're sticking to paper. <laughs> I mean, that's a very small small piece of it, but. Why would there be a resistance to using greater technology in construction? Mm, yeah, I guess that the typical reasons, uh, and I actually saw a research on this that the the most the typical reason is that they lack understanding of technology. They don't they don't have the knowledge. They don't know what to do, and sure. that they also don't have a strategy for that. I would say, so uh, it's. Typically, you hear it's too costly. We don't have time to learn anything new. We are so busy in, in projects, and um, we can do without it. Nobody, our company doesn't um, stop working if we don't use the latest technology. Right. Maybe maybe that's right today. Maybe tomorrow it it will be a, a different <laughs> thing. Uh, or 
some somebody says that our clients don't require it. So, mm. uh, and that's something that is typical in the construction industry. It's very reactive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything unless somebody requires it. <laughs> right, right. And you see that with all the, well, here in the in the U.S., we have more of the star ratings for, for certain uh, certain technologies, such as HVAC units and windows and all that kind of thing that they the construction industry most likely wouldn't have used these higher use products that uh, are more expensive unless somebody actually required it even though there is benefits that uh, that come about with using you know more efficient systems yeah yeah that's right so we i would love to see con- the construction industry become more like an um Initiative, uh, taking initiative and and not just following orders or, or requirements and and also at, I was at the conference a couple of years ago and and somebody in the audience asked uh, a CEO the CEO of an international construction firm that why why doesn't con- uh, the industry use technology the latest technology and he said that we know how the traditional way of building works and and what the embedded risks are in that business. But we don't have experience on the latest technologies and we don't know the risks. So that's why we don't do any. Sure. (laughs) So it's a, it's a ignorance and, uh, but how do you, how do you combat that? Is it just leadership within the construction industry firms or is it, how do you uh, yeah i i would say that it's um whenever i've seen that somebody uh, on a construction site uh starts using some new techno- technologies it's it comes from the let's say bottom up typically mm-hmm. that they they find out that this is the more this makes more sense and and some sometimes it it's actually uh, the case that People on a, on a construction site, they use their own uh, phones or, or or tablets and things like that, without the company even knowing about that. And I just <laughs> heard that I just heard that what WhatsApp is one of the most popular <laughs> apps on the construction sites, at least here in huh. the Nordics. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it, so they have. Fu- yeah. So it's so essentially. It's a it's a movement from the bottom up where they understand uh, yeah. maybe a subcontractor understands the value yeah. and uh, yeah until until it gets adopted by the larger group it's yeah <laughs> finally yeah. finally of course you need leadership also you need leaders who actually can see that what what's because the product uh, productivity and profitability of construction is is typically not great. So you need leadership to understand that we have to change, of course. But uh, yeah, sure, sure. So we we talked about the ignorance of these these technologies. How? What are some valuable resources for for people in the industry or even outside of the industry, like myself? I'm I'm more of on the design side, <clears throat> not so much the construction side, but what are some good resources for learning more about this construction technology? I mean, it seems, it seems like it's not very well, I guess, published. 
Mm, yeah, that's one of the. Well, nowadays we have a lot of universities and uh, doing research, for example, and they they have great research, but unfortunately, people don't find the, their papers <laughs> and, right. and read them because maybe they are not written for a, for a, somebody who is not an academ academic. So um, I would suggest that you you still see what the universities are doing because they are doing something that will maybe be here in in five or ten years so that's one but of course there are number of resources online for example i i typically collect uh, every the many blogs and, and 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 other news sites and so on i i use rss readers <laughs> mm -hmm. to to collect news on a daily basis, uh, actually, what the, the piece of software or service that I use is called called Feedspot.com. So Feedspot, and um, that's that's one of the tools that I use. Of course, there are magazines uh, and uh, uh, research reports by, for example, consultant uh, international consultants like McKinsey, KPMG, mm -hmm. and so on. Then there are. Uh, associations building smart for example you can become a member or go go to their uh, events um, uh, software vendors naturally have a lot of information they have uh, their own educational uh, educational programs even online for free free you can attend those uh, if you're interested in typically uh, especially in what kind of software there is available you could Go to Captera.com. Captera mm. is a, it's a very good, pretty good resource. It has a lot of uh, software in in design and construction as well. Um, and then um, seminars, conferences, webinars. There are, but of course, it takes a little bit of work to find those. <laughs> right. There right. is there is no there is no uh, let's say a central place. That you can say that that's it. Magazines are online magazines. There are are plenty of those, or at least I would say, P PBC Today, um, um, uh, Construction Dive, for example, place uh, sites like that. Mm -hmm. So there 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 are places, and of course you can always follow my <laughs> my Twitter. <laughs> Twitter and, and LinkedIn, uh, because I, I, I typically try to find every day something to, to share. Definitely. And I'll have your information on the, on the page here. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, this next point, I kind of want to sit on for a minute, because I, I, this is something that I'm interested in, definitely. And I know you're, you're very passionate about this, but what are some of the most exciting construction technologies that are coming and, and maybe some that most people don't know or, or recognize yet? Yeah, uh, well, I, I think that we we have a lot of technologies that people know of that, that they don't use that maybe they <laughs> should start with that. But um, uh, what I would say that there are, of course, we can talk about digitalization and data, and that that area is growing exponentially. There are maybe not in the construction industry itself, but I'm sure that, for example, uh, automation, design automation, is something that we we will see more and more. Uh, 
actually, only yesterday I was in in a conference where somebody said that uh, a, co a contractor said that we might uh, provide design for free in the future because hmm. it will be, be done by uh, uh, AI. <laughs> so oh, uh, that that's that's uh, I'm not sure if he he was really uh, serious about that, but. Um, but what what I would say, yeah, data, machine learning, machine readable, uh, readability, that's something that we will see more and more. And also technology, I would say, that turn a construction site into a more like an industrial plant. So instead of, uh, we, we now already have plants that design, uh, uh, produce modular construction and, mm -hmm. and panels and so on. But uh, I have seen some, uh, companies developed uh, actually industrial small factories inside the constructions or in 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 the construction site so that hmm. they actually use robotics and 3d printing and so on on the side so you you bring the in uh, the factory uh, near near the site at least so mm -hmm. on site on site fabrication maybe is, is the term Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, then then there's something that I, I've seen here, um, a lot of talk about situational or situation awareness. I'm not sure if everybody is familiar with that in in construction tech, but it means that you use technologies like IoT, video, and so on, uh, all sorts of sensors, combined with BIM and databases and, and what have you. Mm -hmm. to to create a real time picture of what's happening in the construction site what's what has happened and what will happen so everybody on the site has a real time picture of what 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 they're doing what they should be doing and what what's going on so so that that will be really a game changer sure and 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 i think that that we we will i i have already seen a few um, implementations of this but oh, i'm really? still still early days but especially here in finland one of our actually one of one of our clients is startup who's doing this huh. and then of course there is uh, there will be advances in material technology everybody's worried about environmental uh, um, challenges that we have we have circular economy um, being developed and so on so material technologies like biological construction materials will be um, in the future i, I would mm -hmm. see uh, for example i just read about a, a material that can repair itself it was wow. uh, from colorado university <laughs> mm -hmm. so so say somehow they combine uh, traditional mineral materials with biological materials and, and nanotech is also coming for example on the facades uh, on the end building envelope we will we will see something re I, i've seen something really interesting in that sector as well so uh, digital material technology and then of course we we have seen already robots robotics using used on on construction site but i would say that maybe we will see more like personal assistance to workers robots becoming like a like an extension of their body mm -hmm. <laughs> not mm -hmm. just exoskeletons but in other ways somebody who's there uh, doing 
doing some part of the work, carrying stuff and and tools and so on. So essentially, so that, reducing your your uh, you know your work staff by a certain yeah. amount just because you've got those non-essential. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, in in Finland, I actually <laughs> uh, did a video with a startup who who had developed a robot that cleans the uh, clean is constantly cleaning the construction site. <laughs> really? Yeah. Something that nobody wants to do. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah. can we uh, let's go back to what what did you call that? Uh, not situational. Situational, uh, situational, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, everybody is connected to the network <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. via sensors, and but uh, also you have, uh, I assume, some sort of BIM model for the site as a whole, and then the sensors track what what's been done and what's completed, and then. Uh, yeah. kind of alerts the certain uh, workers or the the, the foreman or, or whatnot to actually understand the next step to, right. to try to reduce downtime. Is that what? Yeah, right. Yes. And also I, I've seen applica uh, well, applications or still prototypes where, where workers can can see that how their work, personal work, what they're doing, like inst inst installations, HVAC installations, are conflict conflicting with somebody else's work in the near mm. future. So they can know that they, they, because that's one of the problems in construction that everybody's uh, doing something in the same place mm -hmm. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and disturbing others. For example, a typical construction material according the to the to research here in Finland travels six times on the construction site before hmm. it lands where it's actually consumed so, so yeah staging is is yeah a, yeah a big issue yeah and also logistics will be part of this situational awareness you know when when you have to ship something because it will be needed here at this time you get automated alerts on that and so on so it's and and you know when the concrete is uh, has secured enough mm -hmm. and and you can pr even, even uh, um, you can forecast uh, w when the time is right for do to, to do some certain uh, uh, tasks on the site so it will be it will be it will turn the construction site more like a, like a, a factory in a way so that okay. You can actually have a control center. We can see what what's everybody doing, and everybody has their on their, for example, mobile uh, uh, device, the information that they need to do their work uh, on time and 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 uh, where they where it will take place. So, very very exciting. Very interesting. So it all comes back to data, like you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's uh, yeah, and also I I'm, I I assume that one one of the consequences of this kind of approach is that we can actually learn from the construction site more and more deeply what's happening, and we can const we can collect that learning, something that companies don't do typically well nowadays. So, oh, so and um, 
that's that's something that um, actually will impact the value of the companies because nowadays uh, the so-called um, invisible or immaterial assets are more and more important in any company, also in construction, and that's that will be the way to to collect the 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 data and learn from it and and use that learning in the future and accumulate it as as a as an asset sure yeah that makes perfect sense yeah so i gotta ask you you are very passionate about uh construction the construction industry and technology as a whole where did that come from was it just your early days of of working you know in that initial phase is that where the the blossoming passion for construction tech came about or was it something that you were interested in you know as a kid growing up or well as a kid i was not sure what i would do in the future and actually i i was admitted to three universities and i i chose the architecture <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so so uh, so uh, I, but i would say that i've always been uh curious about things and, and I've always been willing to learn something new and put that learning uh, put that, that new knowledge into practice so that I think that that has been driving me because I'm I wanted to I want to know I want to learn and I want to do based on what I've learned and for example that programming or coding I have not well okay I have some very basic training in in that but most of that I've learned by by myself. So, mm -hmm. so that's um, so. And um, I would say that be curious and we be willing to learn every day. <laughs> that, do you, because, so, do you believe that that's what made that's, you as successful yeah. in your career? Is is constantly learning and yeah, yeah. I I would say that because I I don't find any other explanation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, and and I was actually a, a bit away from the construction industry for for several years, but because I I thought that nothing was go actually going on, nothing was developing, no developments in the especially in the digital domain. So I was in in other types of digital business, but then uh, maybe five years ago, I I saw that something is happening in this industry finally, and I believe that. Um, that younger uh, people like you uh, are the key to the future. Uh, to the future, and 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 you are more familiar with technology, and you you don't have the um, prejudices that that the uh, maybe the older people uh, still have. Uh, and and I think that we need a radical change. Really, uh, it's not just. Um, polishing up a little bit from there and uh, here and there. It's it's we need a more radical change. Right, right. That's well. I think it's it's kind of a checks and balances. You still need that experience of how things have been to help shape how they will become in the future and and see where you know where things have have failed in the past and. You know, there's there needs to be a healthy respect for technology, um, mm -hmm. but the willingness of of maybe younger generations to to kind of push the envelope 
is is good for the industry i think yeah i i i think so and and when we talk about technology finally it boils down to people mm-hmm. to human beings so it's technology is even though i'm really enthusiastic about it but it's still just uh, as, as I said earlier, it aids. It's a computer-aided design or construction. <laughs> right. It's 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 not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, without our, us, it doesn't work. And and it, we have to define what we want from it. And um, but I would also say that don't listen too much. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, the uh, what what the the more experienced people have to say because. It's it's true that people may when they have learned something they typically think that that's that's the truth that's the sure. the final uh, that's how it is and that's how it will be and it has always been so but I would advise to challenge that <laughs> sure yeah that makes sense I mean uh, a lot of times like you said people get get into a rut of thinking and then it becomes gospel and yeah. Yeah. there's obviously a million ways to do certain things and uh, it's just up to to us to figure out which way is the best (laughs) yeah yeah well i want to appreciate you for all your time arnie this is this has been enjoyable i i like to hear what's coming and and like to know you know what you're seeing over there on on your side of the planet and, (laughs) and like to compare notes yeah, let's keep in t- touch, and uh, and hopefully I will have you as my guest uh, in the future <laughs> as well, because it's always because it's 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 a nice experience to be interviewed, and but also to interview people. I I would say, that, and I encourage you to keep on going. Definitely, thank you. I appreciate okay. your time again, Arnie. Have a good one. Thank you, Matt. 